December 7th, 2017, the first trailer for Bayonetta 3, the next entry in the beloved Platinum character action game, premieres at the Game Awards. Little did we know that that would be the first and last appearance from the Umbral Witch. Three years later, there has been no screenshot, trailer, or update on the anticipated game. According to Hideki Kamiya, the original director who wished to remain anonymous, it's not cancelled, shut up, blocked. Our second case occurred during the reveal showcase for the Nintendo Switch all the way back in 2017. It was the fifth entry in the Shin Megami Tensei RPG series. Originally slated for November 2017 release, Atlas has passed that block by a wide margin. Yushi McCringy, a nosy neckbeard with way too much time on his hands, offered his thoughts on the whereabouts of the game. If you're looking for SMT5, I suggest you look wherever you find the most heinous, blatant, and vile exploitations of developers on the internet. Theory number one, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is being developed by Naughty Dog. And finally we examine the case of Deep Down, Capcom's answer to the Dark Souls series. First revealed in February 2013, since then numerous journalists and podcasters have left with nothing better to do. I'll try that one again. And finally we examine the case of Deep Down, Capcom's answer to the Dark Souls series. First revealed in February 2013, since then numerous journalists and podcasters with nothing better to do have claimed to have seen the game. A breakthrough or another Skyrim mod? Join me for these intriguing and fascinating cases. Perhaps you may be also able to solve a mystery. Yo, Dan, I wanted to see if we're still doing that Miku episode of the podcast. God damn it, Antonio, ruined the take, you stupid cop. Hello listener, it's New Game Plus, your pixel-perfect podcast for all things gaming. I'm your host, Dan. And your co-host, Antonio. And with apologies for the cast at uh, Unsolved Mysteries, we wanted to do that fun little intro to introduce the topic of this week's episode, games that are missing in action. Mm-hmm. Antonio, don't you just hate it when you're hyped over a game that's been revealed, and then years later, nothing? Yeah. I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> Definitely nothing about any Atlas game for the Nintendo Switch that I've been really excited for for years. Mm-hmm. So this week we're going to talk about games that were revealed once and since then, nothing. So the first game I kind of... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, I was going to say, we're not, we're not talking about no like Kingdom Hearts 3, Duke Nukem Forever, Final Fantasy 15, 10-year development cycle. We're talking... There was announced, there was hype, and since then, not a damn thing. Yeah, so the first game we're going to talk about is Bayonetta 3. So, you know, I played Bayonetta. Bayonetta. I, I love that game series. Platinum can almost do no wrong, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I was at the Game Awards in 2017 that they reveal um, a teaser trailer that was, it was introduced by Reggie uh, for Bayonetta 3. Mm-hmm. And where everyone's going, like, oh my god, Bayonetta three, Bayonetta's back, and since then, not one screenshot, not one like update from Platinum. It's nothing. Like, 
three years. That that's a long time to not give an update on a single project, don't you think? Yeah, not not even a like, hey, we're still working on it. You know, like not even like you think in this day and age, it's it's a lot of people would like even eat up stuff like, oh yeah, no, like here's this concept art or here's you know these sample 3D models that we're currently working on. But yeah, no, nothing. Like I, just for like prosperity's sake, um, I placed a pre-order for Bayonetta three back in December twenty sixth, two thousand eighteen. They allowed pre-orders then? Yes, there was a pre-order back then on Amazon at least. What? Oh, I am sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we we again. I hate to be uh, come off as like entitled fans saying, "Hey, uh, Platinum, where you know where, where's our update?" Like, cause you you hate fans like that where they feel like they demand every single like uh, every developer to prostrate upon themselves to please the, the you know the consumer, but. I don't think it's too much to ask in the span of three years for like a single screenshot or a single like, you know, tra another updated trailer. Don't you think? Yeah. So uh, since then, um, like in t January twenty of uh, this year, actually, I think it was Hideki Kamiya saying, "Hey, no, we're still working on the game." I guess. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Nothing. I mean, it's something, but oh man. <laughs> Like, so I I know yeah. game development takes a long time. I know it does. Trust me. I I trust me as somebody who's still fucking plotting away at RPG Maker. It does take a while. But even so, like I've still managed to have like smaller updates, smaller little like things. If I if I was forced to give an update, I could absolutely give one. Yeah. Um, and it's got people thinking like, oh, you know. Some people think, oh, Bayonetta 3 has been canceled. And I don't fully blame people for thinking that. Mm -hmm. I'll, like, I'll be quite honest. Until you mentioned it in this podcast, I absolutely forgot that Bayonetta 3 was a thing. I thought it ended with 2. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the problem. Um, you know, people love Bayonetta, and Bayonetta's a great series. So I don't know why it's getting this type of treatment from Platinum. Mm -hmm. Um. Like, after how many years, when do you feel like it's safe to say, oh, that project is canceled? Yeah. yeah. I would say maybe around, like, five-ish or so, I'd start to be looking a little more, like, if it comes out, great, but I'm not really sitting, like, I've, I've given up hope at that point. Oh, five years. Well, that's going to good, hold good for another game in this list. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um... But me personally, I think this is a case of maybe they announced it way too early. Maybe it was like still in a like a, what's the word I'm looking for planning phase when yeah. when this trailer dropped and probably that trailer and that trailer showed nothing. It was just a teaser of Bayonetta spoiler for a three year old trailer apparently dying. Mm -hmm. But no, that's it. Since then, there's been no resolution to that. So. You know, I think it was the Game Awards. I think Nintendo's wanted to show something to get people hyped up. And maybe there was, not, there was nothing, no work actually be done on it yet. So maybe now they're actually working on the game now that um, 
Wonderful 101's remastering is done. Um, as far as I know, uh, Scalebound got canceled in between then. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I I want I don't get me wrong. I want Bayonetta three. I do. I really would love another Bayonetta game, but at this point now, I I have given up on hearing anything else about the game other than oh yeah, no, it's been canceled. I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. Which uh, brings us to our next game because this announcement kind of came at the same time. So Antonio, kind of uh, introduce us to this one. So. I'm going to take a little bit of an oddball on this one because I, I like the pattern that we're going for here. So you're going for Bayonetta 3, right? Yeah. Let's do a 4. Let's do a very particular 4. Because uh, oh. you, want, you want to talk about underwhelming trailers. How about a trailer where the only thing that happened is a number? What are we talking about here? We're talking about Metroid Prime 4. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. That was announced way back at E3 2017. It has been, again, three years, and we have heard extremely little to nothing regarding this much-anticipated title. So Metroid Prime is just really one of those like really beloved titles that come from the GameCube series. Um, it really brought the Metroid name back into like the spotlight. And so when people saw the reveal of Metroid Prime 4, people went nuts. And rightfully so. Mm-hmm. What has happened since then? Nothing. Like like it's it was made it was made. So apparently the, the year after in, in E3 2018, I believe Nintendo made it clear that Metroid Prime's four announcement was quote unquote a departure from the usual approach focusing on near-term stuff and that Metroid Prime 4 news would not be in the Nintendo E3 2018 broadcast, but that it was indeed still being developed. So they have outright stated, I I think this is probably a, a similar situation where they had gotten a team together and they said, we're working on Metroid Prime 4, right? And they're like, yeah, we're, we'll start making plans for Metroid Prime 4. And they took that as a sign of, okay, let's get a quick little announcement trailer going, and then we'll start on requirements and whatnot. Um, and I feel like they've potentially jumped the gun, like with Bayonetta. Um, mm-hmm. with, with specifically with just these two alone, and I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it again with some more of the games that are currently ongoing. Um, it, it makes me wonder when ga- when do game companies decide to announce a trailer? You know, mm. when when do they decide to announce? Do do some of them announce it when the idea is even just conceived? Do they have some sort of concept? already working you know because i would i would feel like just me as a as a rookie game developer i wouldn't announce a game until i had some sort of either immediate demo or a large amount of progress shots if i could essentially describe what i've been doing up until that time Mm -hmm. and and if all you have is a few second long trailer of a background of space with a number 
that's honestly not the most reassuring thing. Exactly. And diving deeper into this, um, one, it already, this sent red flags for a lot of fans also because this wasn't going to be developed by Retro Studios, the guys mm-hmm. who made the previous Metroid game, Prime games. Yeah. Um, it was also in a video in like 20, uh, January 2019. They had to literally restart development of the game. Yes, they, they didn't like the direction that it was going. And so they essentially took it back. And they're like, okay, nope, we're going to restart it, restart development. And, and not, not only did they take it back, they gave it back to Retro Studios. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I mean, I wanna, you, know, I'm, you know what I'm curious about? How bad was it? Yeah. It, in a way, though, it gives, me, it gives me a little bit of hope that they gave it back to retro. Cause it's like, they understand that retro has made their previous prime games. They know what they're doing. Um, so while it may take a bunch more time, I feel like the end product might actually be worth it. This is the one I do feel a lot more optimism compared to like, say Bayonetta three, because Despite that, like this, unlike um, Bayonetta, this is a first-party Nintendo franchise. Yeah, this is this is one of the big names for Nintendo. It isn't a name they've been treating well in recent years. Don't, <clears throat> Federation don't Force. Say that. Don't don't. I F Zero has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, sorry. I forget. How can I forget about that redhead stepchild? Oh man. Anyway, continue. Um, so I do feel like Nintendo has a lot more skin in the game with this one where, you know, they, I think they know that people love the Metroid series and Metroid Prime was a, like a really good seller, especially when they had that re-release on like, was it the Wii U or the Wii that they had like the trilogy collection? I think it was the Wii U. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And there's actually rumors or like hopes that Metroid Prime Trilogy HD gets released on Switch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. With this one, I feel a little bit more optimism, but a screenshot, a trailer, and anything. Because uh, that news about Retro Gang back the game, that was last year. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of time since then. All right, we're going to take a quick word from our sponsor, and when we get back, we got some more games that we just can't seem to find. Mm-hmm. See you guys when we get back. And we're back. All right. So the next game that I kind of want to bring up on this topic of missing and maxing games is Deep Down. Now, a lot of you are probably going, Daniel, what the hell is that? What is Deep Down? Well, Deep Down was going to be Capcom's answer to the Dark Souls series. That's like the basic answer to that. I'll be Um, real. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah well um gameplay was supposed to be very similar to the dragon's dogma games in terms of like uh combat and stuff like that uh the story was apparently it was going to be take place in new york city in the year 2094 but you then take you know historical objects and access that memories and that's the actual gameplay part of the game huh so kind of like a like an all like a like some sort of like inception sort of thing 
almost like that. It's basically an isekai. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, they they made a big deal of it because it's going to be the first time to use their brand new Fantaray and game engine, which is going to mm-hmm. be like their next thing they're going to use at their empty frameworks. Mm-hmm. And this was first announced in February twenty twenty thirteen. So it's been seven years. Oh my god. Yes. And since then, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Um, Yoshinori Ono was asked about the game in uh, November of last year, and he said, uh, the game has not been currently g- completely given up on. What, is that? what does that mean to you, Antonio, when somebody says that? Well, <laughs> the fact that it says it hasn't been completely given up on means that they've given up on it partially. <laughs> that's, that's what it, that's what it implies to me. <laughs> You're right. It does. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be a free to play like multiplayer title, and then in 2015 they said uh, the game's expanded since its original reveal, saying, "Hey, yeah, want to be a better appeal to long term to players." So development time scale time time scale has been extended. So I think if. This is probably going to be the shortest segment we have on this one because there's literally nothing about this game else that's known out there. Yeah, as, as and like we can't we can't even fall back on things like oh yeah no this this HD re-release news or you know of older games like because it's a brand new IP, it's there's nothing there's nothing else to fall back on. There's no HD re-release. There's no you know retro version or anything. It's just this was an idea that they had. This is an idea that they haven't mentioned in seven years. And you know what, guys? Capcom's doing pretty well right now, too. Resident Evil's remakes have been selling like crazy. Monster Hunter's like their biggest hit in recent times. Mm-hmm. They got um, they got so many plans, uh, new plans for like the next gen uh, PS5 games. Street Fighter's still going strong. Still going strong. Um, there's no reason for them to really think about Deep Down, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe they called it deep down because it's going to be buried within their, you know, buried within their <laughs> development cycle. Maybe it was just a premonition. Yeah. Well, maybe that, or maybe they just turned deep down to the next Dragon's Dogma game. Yeah. For like next gen. I wouldn't, right. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, mind that either. I wouldn't mind the Dragon's Dogma. All right. We got one more game you kind of want to mention on this list because it's from another franchise that's, that's you know, it's beloved, but. Hasn't been treated well. At least its fans haven't been treated well in the last few years. So, what is that game, Antonio? Yeah. So this this is the one that I this is the one that sparked off my particular interest in this whole like video games that we're missing uh, because this is a game that I've been super excited for. Uh, it's it's Shin Megami Tensei Five. Hey guys, um, this is Daniel from the Future here. I just want to let you know, me and Antonio recorded this weeks in the past. Uh, we had no idea that literally the week this episode comes out, Nintendo would go and announce that Persona, ah, sorry, Shin Megami Tensei Five would get a new trailer and release year. So clearly we've grown too powerful with for our own good. So we, before you car- start commenting to us on Twitter, yeah, we know it's coming. There's new information. You know, while I'm here, I just wanted to try this. Uh, <clears throat> Shoshite, toki wa ugidasu. 
Uh, oh man. Wait, isn't that is that a persona like a spinoff? I fucking knew oh. you were going to say that. God I am triggering so <laughs> many people right now and I love it. It's it's alright. Well, I mean, because I can't I can't actually give you shit because my first Shin Megami Tensei game was Shin Megami Tensei Persona 3. I, I started with Persona, so I I don't have a lot of room to talk. Mm-hmm. But yes, for the, for those of you who who don't know, because the Persona franchise is obviously very beloved and very very popular now. Um, what a lot of people don't really know is that one Persona didn't start with Persona 3. There was one and two, uh, but also <laughs> Persona is actually an offshoot of a uh, of an RPG series called Shin Megami Tensei, where you know. The, the it's it's very similar you control demons as they're known there's usually a conflict of you know rival factions or something and you're it's it's very philosophical very very gynaxy in the in the in the way of like by the end of like every shin megami tensei game and persona game you're like punching out a god or something you go from helping small time problems to just punching out cthulhu because why not and like um like like uh, Evangelion, there's a shit ton of other different series in this thing. Oh yeah, we're talking franchise. Tensei, we're talking Persona, we're talking Digital Devil Saga, we're talking Devil uh, Devil Survivor. There's there's <laughs> a lot. Atlas is Atlas is the king of milking this franchise. Just oh, I can't wait for Shin Megami Tensei dancing all night. Anyway. But yeah, uh, so Shin Megami Tensei Five was announced around the time the Switch was announced. With a very, it was in the same showcase as the Switch, the Switch reveal showcase. Yes. Yeah, and it was uh, it was a very simple trailer. You know, Uh, I believe it was. I'm trying to remember just off of memory, but I think it was uh, a Japanese classroom, and it was like you were zooming out back into the hallway, and eventually it just faded into like Shin Megami Tensei Five, and I, I just about leapt out of my seat because I'm like. Oh my god, it's it's coming back. It's like they're finally going back to the mainline series. Let's go. I'm I'm super excited. Uh little did I know that well Persona would kind of just take over everything. And uh, there hasn't been really any talk about Shimagami Tensei 5 at all. Yeah, it was actually originally slated when that first reveal was for a Western release of November of that very same year. Was it? Yes. Oh. But uh, obviously, since it's on this list, it has that hasn't happened. That hasn't. Like, and going you know going, going back to more famous, you know, like the, the the larger series, like our Metroid and whatnot, um, and uh, and like Capcom's whole like deep down thing. I I can't help but wonder if it's because of all of these other projects that are happening at the company. You know, Persona was Persona's been selling like gangbusters. You have the the royal version that's out. This is extremely popular. The the mm-hmm. port of Persona Four Golden, which has shattered Steam records. Yes, it has. And uh, you know, and then not to mention the bunch of other spinoffs that they've been doing with Persona Five. Uh, but like like. And then all of other Atlas's games that they're they're currently working on and developing and releasing, it's like, and if those are doing really really well and those franchises still have a lot of life in them, 
maybe Shin Megami, maybe just Shin, it's not the right time for Shin Megami Tensei to get a re-release, a release. Yeah, I mean, or even a re-release, because, you know, Shin Megami Tensei 4 and Apocalypse came out on 3DS, and, you know, that that's a prime game to get, like, a re-release on the Switch? Nothing. On, on the Switch, on, on Steam, on pretty much any ha- pretty much any handheld handheld console like that i feel that in this day and age it deserves a a more widespread console and or pc release a la persona 4 golden because the audience is obviously there and a lot of people didn't buy the vita and i'm sure there's just as many people who didn't buy shin megami tensei for the 3ds You're right. Um, I don't know what Atlas is thinking with this one because I, I'm a little iffy on the Atlas because I was still I'm still kind of bitter about that first reveal of the uh, Shin Megami Tensei Crossfire Emblem prod trailer. Oh yeah, the uh, oh my god, I, I I forgot the name of it. To be quite honest, it's like Fe. Well, that game ended up become ended up becoming called the uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions Fe. Yeah, and it's like. But when it was first revealed, all they showed was characters from like the Shin Megami Tensei Four and Fire Emblem characters, and said, "Yeah, we're gonna have a peop- we're gonna have a game that incorporates this, like oh, a crossover game, cool." But then we got that. Yeah, and I mean, it's not it's not the worst game, but I'll be quite honest. I was expecting like something like Project XO. <laughs> if if we had something like like that was like a, a Fire Emblem strategy game with Shin Megami Tensei characters. Oh man, oh, I would've been so happy. Yeah. So where are all these games? Lord knows. Who knows if we'll even get to see them in the light of day? It is what it is. You know, we can only pester developers so much. Tell you what, though, if any of these, if any of these titles get any big news, uh, we will absolutely be freaking about them on podcast. Oh yeah, I'm hoping we did, like we get that podcast curse and like before this episode comes out, like all, <laughs> we, all, one, we, one, week, after, one yeah. week after podcast release, Bayonetta three, Metroid Prime four, and Shin Megami Tensei five all announced their release dates. Yeah, and they all end up being like the same, like within the same day. Yeah. Oh my god, I would. That'd be great. And meanwhile, deep down, still stays deep down in Capcom's vault. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. But we want to hear from you guys. Um, what games do you feel are just missing in action that you just haven't heard anything about but you want to know more about? Uh, hit us up on our official Twitter at, at NGPodcast. I forgot, I forgot the title of our own damn podcast. Hold, uh, Twitter, hold on. At NG Plus Podcast? At, and, yeah, at NG Plus Podcast. Or our email address at NGPlusPodcast at gmail.com. I should make it that easy to remember because it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, let us know. Like, what do you want to? What's a game that you just want to see more information about? Or hit us up our own socials at uh, Antonio. You can find me streaming at Twitch at twitch.tv/slash AKL Trifecta. You can also find me on Twitter and uh, Twitter and Facebook, also AKL Trifecta. And you can find myself on twitch.tv/slash The Perpetual Player One on Facebook and Instagram as The Perpetual Player One, and on Twitter as Perpetual Player. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, stay safe, wear your mask, and as always, keep on doing amazing things. And we'll see you on the next episode of New Game Plus. Bye, everybody. See ya.